Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve yeah. Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. We will have Mike Schaefer here shortly from 24-7 Sports, as we do every Thursday for the full hour. Rain uh, me in. Rain, rain you in? <laughs> yeah, rain oh. me in. I've had too much coffee. <laughs> How much coffee is too much coffee? i got to say, you know me, I, don't, I, I never pour full cups of coffee. Um, but you always say yeah, exactly. Stop right there before we move on. You say you've had like three cups. I yeah. look at your cups; it's a quarter full. Right. So you don't even have a full cup of coffee. Yeah, for some reason I'm wired. I got you know what? You know why? Because I slept good last night. I don't know if you should hope I sleep good or hope I don't sleep good. Because if I sleep good, I'm sort of wired and all over the map. What's better, that or surly? <laughs> what do you think? I uh, like over the map, all over the map. <laughs> yeah. Surly one. <laughs> All right. It's hard to handle some days. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm operating. Yeah. Observations. Ooh, Mike Schaefer's here. Ob- ob- observations from practice real fast. Um, Hickman, tight end Chris Hickman, had a walking boot on yesterday. Uh, Hickman out. Now, I don't know how long. He had a walking boot on. Fedoni's a really interesting picture to me because, you know, Thomas Fedoni? I've, I've heard of him before. Highly yeah. rated tight end. I'm aware of him. Fedoni's, it it's fascinating watching Fedoni. He's not wearing a brace, and he's running stadium steps fast, okay? And he's moving laterally fast. No brace, running stadium steps fast. Um. I don't know what his the prognosis is. Everybody wonders when he's coming back. He doesn't look like a guy who's that far off to me. You hear on message boards he's not coming back this year. I don't I don't know. I don't know how that's possible when you seem with no brace, running steps, like doesn't walk with a limp. Um he didn't now he's obviously not practicing. Uh AJ Allen didn't practice yesterday. Don't know what that is. Brody Tagaloa hasn't been practicing. Uh, Palmer didn't pra- – Trey Palmer. You heard of Trey Palmer? I've heard of him. Yeah, he didn't practice illness. Schaefer's here. Well, yeah, we are joined now in studio, as we are every Thursday, by Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports. Good morning, Schaefer. I, uh, I enjoy this game where we ask Jake if he's heard of various <laughs> football players. Pretty much all of them, but maybe one ever. Jake, have I'm, you heard I'm, of him? I'm keenly aware of that name. Ty <laughs> Robinson, are you familiar with <laughs> Acutely aware of that name. <laughs> Luke Reimer <laughs> plays defense. Did you know? Have you heard of Casey Thompson, Jake? He's the he quarterback. might be involved this year. Well, I don't think you can assume that people have heard all these, of all these people. I think you probably can. <laughs> You're right. We shouldn't be assuming that the people know who the starters are for Nebraska. <laughs> well, there's. I always think about the people driving through on the interstate. 
Yeah. Yeah. You is think it, they're just driving through using the scan button on their radio like it's, <laughs> it's 1985? Well, you you are a traveler and you travel various states and sometimes you just say to your wife or whoever, I want to find some talk radio. Actually, I've never. <laughs> I don't think that's as common as you think yeah. it is, Sim, on a road trip. Let's see what they're talking about in Nebraska. I do that, and then, and then I when I I don't want to hear total. If I'm leaving a game, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're leaving a game somewhere. Um, you might be in Lafayette, sure. West Lafayette. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But if I'm just rolling through on a Tuesday at noon. I'm not putting on the, the local radio. <laughs> I would ask you why. Just, I don't know. Habitually, that's not what I do, I guess. He cares about that. Some guy might be making a trip today where he hits I-80 near Lincoln about the time the show's on, and I don't want him to be completely lost. Or her. He cares there. about everybody here. He it's, really it's does. Very, very kind. Except I was in one of your uh, favorite American cities. Well, actually, not really ooh, in it, but ooh. near it. What could that be? Shreveport? Near it. Shreveport? <laughs> No. See, I said that so San Antonio. Quiet. No. Okay, let's keep going. We're going a little too south here. Okay. Um, Is it in Nebraska? A river runs right by. Oh, yes. You know this city. Just tell me. Dubuque. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. What, you, really? What, what was going? Uh, yeah, Dubuque I, is a river city. That's, that a, cool, that's a cool town. Yeah, I've, been, really uh, I've been on vacation the last few days. I'm still on vacation today. But well, thanks like, for coming I'll, in. I'll come in. I'll, yeah. I'll join the fellas. Learn about what I have not paid any attention to. Since last Saturday, <laughs> uh, since Saturday, let's yeah. see, let's see. No, let's my see. Uh, my in laws were celebrating their fortieth. They wanted to do uh, a trip with their immediate family, which now includes me. Uh, and we went to Galena, Illinois, which is nice. right near Dubuque. Well, yeah, so it's kind of like a Rolling Hills tourist town in Illinois. Really, Galena? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Rolling Hills it tourist. It used to town. be the epicenter of Illinois way before Chicago was. How how many people are we talking? Uh, it, at its heyday, and this was big for the time. It was like thirty some thousand people uh, back when you know Ulysses S. Grant was a big deal and those sorts of things. Wow. So pre the explosion of Chicago, it was sort of the hub uh, of the northern Mississippi area. We are learning. Yeah, thank Shipped you. Ship goods up and down the Mississippi. Okay. Uh, it was a it was a brewery center in I don't know the eighteen hundreds. I learned that the original Red Stripe. Was brewed in Galena, sent right? up and down the Mississippi. It got its name because its barrel had a red stripe on it. That's how people knew that. Wait, it wait, was... wait, wait! You're telling me red stripe's not from Jamaica? No, I've been li- I, my whole it's life from, is a lie. It's from my Galena. Life is a lie. Slightly different area. Well, Galena, Illinois. Jamaica, you know, promotes that as well, their country's beer. I can, I can explain beer. to you how it ends up at Jamaica. Okay. So prohibition hits, and they basically are your <laughs> brewery. Yeah. You know. Um, so they, they end up selling the, the recipe and formula to two Englishmen in like the 1930s who then moved it operations to Jamaica. Oh, well, good for them. Thank you, Schaefer. That's very that's insightful. Your, that's your history lesson. Very insightful. Galena, Illinois. Now the proximity to what, like 5,000, 6,000 people. So the proximity to Dubuque is 15, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Yes. There you go. Dubuque There's... always strikes me as a place that you go and hide if you're on the lamb. Well, that in Peoria, right? Peoria would be a good place. You said that last week. Hobart, Indiana would be a good place. Peoria would be where you would go and hide. Yeah, you get like you. Get, it's very nondescript, you know. No people don't really think about it. 
Having spent the the summer in Idaho and Montana earlier this summer, I that's I would go I'd, out I'd, that I'd direction. Yeah, you could too. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Riggins, Idaho. That's yeah. where yeah. I'm Schaefer and I were high. both in Idaho this summer. If you're in a government, I never witness... heard of you enjoyed yours. Oh God, it was great. All right, was well, great. if you're in a witness program, there's a lot of places in this country you could go and and get you scout them out, sip. Yeah, and get uh, lost. It does seem like you should be able to just completely lose yourself somewhere yeah. in this country. Yeah. It's, it's it wouldn't large. be that hard, I wouldn't it's think. It can't be that hard. Just go Doesn't somewhere in the middle of Nebraska. You have to use all cash, time. I think. I mean, yeah. you, you, you could do it. become very cash or You could do it. Yeah. Schaefer, I couldn't go in any Mexican restaurants. That'd be the problem. Yeah, you could find... What's, <laughs> they don't take cash? No, they. the people would be like, oh, if you want to find Sipple... You know where he's at. Yeah. yeah. You got you to gotta change it up a little bit yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know you've been gone this week, Schaefer, but yesterday at practice, I just want to, I'm sure you maybe caught what happened there, what they was said, but but Mark Whipple said. <laughs> He's the offensive coordinator. Mark Whipple said it was a bad day for the offense. They were sluggish a little bit. He said they didn't have any, they, they came with a lack of juice. Now they're, they were practicing at Memorial Stadium too, so sure. you thought maybe it's getting the game mode, let's get ready. Not so, not so much for the team. Offense, now, now offense. We are 16 te- 16. Uh, days away from the season opener. Now you can have bad days in camp. It happens, but any uh, any panic level there, or you kind of say it's a bad day. Move on. I mean, We're fine. they have so many of these practices. Yep. Like you have a bad day today, or excuse me, you had a bad day yesterday. The next time out, which I don't know, are they off today and then Friday? Today. Maybe I think they're off today. Yeah. So the next time out, you currently, you know, you're only as good as your most recent effort, right? So. If they show up and they have a good practice on Friday, then this is all absolved. If it's a continuous issue, if Whipple had stood up there and said, you know, most of camp has just felt like guys haven't had juice, that would be a real big concern. One day in the midst of what they're now two weeks into this. They uh, are yeah, that was practice number twelve. Yeah. That was practice I, number twelve. I'm not 12. worried about it. Yeah. Um and look what he's looking for and, and everything else could be two different things. I mean, if it was just the execution was there, but the energy level was pretty low, then, you know, these things are all solvable. So I wouldn't be too concerned. I think there were sacks and, well, pressure on a quarterback involved and turnovers. Well, I saw the spring game. That pressure is going to be there. Yeah. Turnovers. Turnovers. That So that is a thing that I don't know how you guys, I mean, obviously people call into this show, text into this show. The thing that has been most stunning to me of reading my message board, of seeing Twitter, of Mm -hmm. seeing people who are predicting whatever for the offense, is this belief that since there's no longer a Martinez in town, that the turnovers are just going to magically disappear. Because I don't know if you remember this, we did the same exact thing when it was Taylor Martinez, and then it was Tommy Armstrong won't turn the ball over like Taylor Martinez. No, he only turned it over more. Uh. I'd say, I'd pause for a second and say that Casey, right. You remember the conversation? I do. We Unfortunately, do. I it was do, like yeah. once Taylor's gone, they're right. going to be able to run this offense, and there won't be anything that'll stop them. Yeah. I would say there's one thing that helps Nebraska fans out in that perspective. Casey Thompson was 24 touchdowns, nine picks. Sure, that's that's all I got. For I, I'm just saying that, like, oh, that makes sense. The the turnover bugaboo is still like a real thing. Like I, until you see this offense work and have continuous success. It's really hard for me to be like, well, I don't have to worry that they're going to have a negative turnover ratio. No, that's still very true. The other thing that's true, you're still playing Big Ten defenses who do a pretty good job of forcing you into these turnovers in the first place. Right. So I I have just kind of been astounded that there's just this like, well, Adrian's gone. There go the turnovers. 
Well, I, I appreciate you taking up for Adrian. Well, it's it's less to do with Adrian and more to do with just remember that one guy isn't the reason all of these things happen. No. Like, it, it's, it's never one guy that's all of the success, and it's certainly not one guy that's every issue on a team. It will be a much different offense. Yeah. That – I think that's a Which reason. If you don't have wide receiver playmakers, and I continue to come back to this, mm-hmm. you're going to turn the ball over because you're going to be forced to throw into tight windows. He's going to be forced to make plays on third and long. I mean, yeah. if Nebraska can't move the ball on the ground successfully, continuously, and their wide receivers aren't able to physically get themselves open, you can't always scheme everything perfect. No. No, you go. I don't know what to say. It kind of the ground game comes to mind in this conversation. Whip did say, yeah. and did, we just Whip, don't know a lot. Whip did say they're not having trouble with turnovers in that area. The, it's, the run it's game, the passing, yeah. And I think some of that, and this is a a caveat for Nebraska. I think some of that is they have a talented defensive back room. I, they really do, and a and a pass rush, right? So I I think that in some areas of it. Those two things, Nebraska is going to be able to replicate and do to other teams, uh, which makes it hard for them in practice right now. That is a really, I mean, it is a really striking secondary when you watch practice in their length. I mean, it's a really I, long and athletic. I secondary. think they are built to be a different style of defense, um, particularly with takeaways than they have been in the past. Like, I, I just think that they have more guys who have the ability to kind of get their hand in there or can close on the ball quicker or things of that nature. Well, yeah, I think you're talking about Tommy Hill. Yeah, his I'm addition. really excited about Tommy Hill. Tommy Hill, you know, on one corner, Quentin Newsom on the other. I believe that Braxton Clark has to be part of this somehow. I don't I mean, I don't know how it'll look. But well, they'll play. They'll rotate. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are long guys. I mean, Tommy Hill's six foot. Quentin Newsom's in the six one range, and Braxton Clark six four. Miles Farmer six four. Miles Farmer and Braxton Clark are are really really impressive athletic specimens. Miles Farmer and Braxton Clark are really impressive. They look like SEC de- defensive backs. Buford's they love Buford. Singleton's long. Omar Brown's been impressive. They're I, they're they're in good shape in the secondary, yeah. and that's probably where some of the turnover. That's why some of the turnovers are coming. Out. I know Mike. The pass rush has been strong throughout camp. Good, but the of course concern there is Nebraska's pass protection was atrocious last year. Yeah, Jake was so all when over. it's Nebraska, Nebraska. It's always hard to know how you divvy up that assessment. Jake was right in in saying a couple of weeks ago, well, Prohaska can't come back too fast. I mean, he's <sighs> he came back. He doesn't. He's not. I guarantee a Teddy would tell you he's not where he wants to well, be. It's, it's, it's just the fact I mean, that he was talking yesterday, right? And he said that there's rust. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't hear that somewhere. Okay. I, yeah. I didn't hear him. He's six foot 10, 320 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Three, so three, fake. 10, right. He's six foot 10, he's six foot 10. I mean, think about yourself coming We're up. Not a even talking about basketball. I know he's a football. He's a left tackle. <laughs> yeah. He's imagine just, no, he's a I, imagine yourself he's coming off of a, a leg injury and then just going to and being three ten. Exactly. And 16. You're carrying a lot of weight and uh, you're pushing against a lot of right, weight right. as alignment, whether run blocking or pass protection. Yeah. He looks like he's laboring a little to me. I don't mind saying that on the airwaves. I watched him both yeah, availability. I, I think that's fair to explain. Yeah. And then the other thing is he started one game in one half. Right. Like, there's there's a lot of growth and development that still has to occur right. in addition to all of it as yeah, well. I don't know what that like what the approach with him needs to be now. I think you just keep pushing him along. I mean, I, as I was watching him yesterday, 
the thought occurred to me, maybe give him a couple days off. I mean, let him – and he didn't think they'd get a day off today. And right. I would tell him, I would tell him, get off your feet. Get off. Don't – don't. if you're going anywhere, get on a scooter, you know, or have someone take you. Put together a chariot. <laughs> Six-foot-ten man in a chariot. <laughs> I want to be in a chariot all the time. Do you? Riding around. You do. No, I don't. You're right. But Teddy, Teddy, if he if you go anywhere, be in a chariot today. Careful, Teddy. Just if you go to Casey's for anything, pizza, Cliff's Bar, grapes. <laughs> grapes. Grapes, okay. He's not going to Casey's for grapes. They have those. They have. Burrito. Hold on. The little hold plastic on. cups yes, and grapes. With cheese and grapes yeah. and meats. I get the little cookies in the plastic cups. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm skipping the grapes. Schaefer knows exactly what The cheese about. and the meat I'm in on. The cheese, meat, and grapes. Your three items were pizza <laughs> and Cliff bar. And a cliff bar. Yeah. Yeah, the cliff bar threw me, but I didn't have much time to react <laughs> to the that. Grapes. Because all of a sudden the grapes came. Are you telling? Is this your order in case? I got a macadamia nut Cliff's bar yesterday. Okay, oh, uh, that's solid. That's yeah. a good Cliff bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four six four five <laughs> six eight five. Caller text as always. Uh, people are saying that Martinez's fumble issues we're talking about regarding twenty four touchdowns, nine picks for Casey Thompson. They 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 don't Taylor they, Martinez. No, Adrian. no, no, Adrian. Adrian. They're they're saying well, they don't, Taylor fumbled it. They a lot. don't believe that Casey Remember? will have oh, the yeah. fumble issues that Adrian had. Taylor fumbled it a lot. Well, and some Both of that's is dead. some of that's taken care of by not running the ball with Casey near right. as much. So, like, yes, I I concur. It's very unlikely that Casey Thompson will be anywhere near Adrian's fumble numbers. He also won't have the yards per carry, the yardage total, the total carries, and the touchdowns. Yeah, it's gonna look way different. So there's you, you have to like contort your view of the offense in some ways. You know, we never talk about, but I still it's, I'm full of wonders how often they're gonna be under center. That's part of this discussion yeah. too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna look a lot different. I am, you know, I like everybody else, excited for to see what this looks like on August twenty seventh. But I'm also trying to basically keep an open mind that it could be anything when they're out there. I mean, it, it, like they could come out. I think there's an equal way in which they come out and they're efficient and they're able to move the ball across the field. And maybe it's not super star studded, but they're just. They have all of these guys that they can kind of get the ball to and make plays and whatever, and it looks really good. I can envision where they come out and they just struggle because it's a unit that's never played together before. And? And it's a new coaching staff. And? And it's a new quarterback. You uh, One other thing. I, uh, the thing that I, my concern. The offensive line? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all It doesn't these... matter what you run, and it mm. doesn't matter who you got. Yep, yep. If you can't block, Mike, if you can't block, look. It's blocking and tackling, if, baby. If you're taking I mean, them at their word, this was a mindset issue over everything I know. else. I, and I don't – I'm look, as long as Frost keeps saying that, then that's what I assume that it is. Well, it's two that separate – technically conver- sound. There's two co- separate conversations in that conversation. One is pass blocking and one, one is run blocking. Right. I think it could be a masher unit. I just wonder how, how, how they protect. And they did not protect well last year. But – Right. I do think – so going back into the Adrian conversation, one area where Casey Thompson is going to help is that when Adrian had a tendency to drift, you didn't always know where he was. So you get some of those late pressures or those late sacks. That's a good or point. That's a good whatever, point. because as an offensive lineman, you don't know exactly what's behind you. Mm-hmm. So that's harder to protect, mm-hmm. you know, than a guy who's just a straight drop back quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I and I 
I think Casey's going to have timing. Like, I I think they're going to be able to get the ball out. Okay, quicker. here's the thing. I think you're going to see more quick passing. Yeah. I, I think you're going to see a more of a quick passing right. game. I expect guys like Travis Vokalek get utilized a lot over the middle of the field. Like right. I, the areas where I think that they can use uh, Casey that Adrian just couldn't do, the middle of the field, intermediate, and those swing gaps to the side quick where passing. Ramir Johnson and yeah. guys like that can be able to. Okay, Jake, quick passing game. I mean, all this – we have to – I always say this, Shave. We have to listen to ourselves talk. And and if you oh, just God. listen – Isn't you know, that one of the worst experiences, hearing no, yourself talk? I, I love hearing myself talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I would assume you'd be like everyone else. You're like, ah, I don't enjoy this. No, no, no. Here's what I'm saying, though. Think about what we're saying right now. If if the protection issues last year, potential protections issues in camp, new offensive coordinator, quarterback who can get the ball out fast. I, I mean, I don't want to go too far in the, into this because we'll be banned from practice for life, but they're working on short routes yesterday. Yeah, Quick passing game. Yeah. I mean, if, you're, if your pass rush is hurting, Jake, what do you do? Get it out quick. Quick yep, passing yep, game. Yep. We're worried about that all the time. Then we better work on something where we don't have to worry about it quite as much, right? And then run. Run Break the some ball. tackles, baby. Yeah. Get under center and hand off to, the big, to, to your big running backs. You have some big running backs back there right now. Tough, tough, big running backs. Irvin, Yant, Anthony Grant. And, and Schaefer loves Ramirez. I love Ramirez. Get, get Ramirez involved. Ramirez working in the slot at that R position. Palmer's not there yesterday. You see Ramirez over there. Th- that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Does that all make sense, do, do Jay? We, do we feel conf- confident right now that in 16 days the first carry will be Anthony Grant's? No. I mean, it depends what they're in. Right. Like, the first who, carry like could end up with anybody. RB1, then, do you believe? I like Grant because I here's why I like him, Shave. Because he was one coming out of spring. And then he told me that he'd been one for two or three days. That was last week. Now, I don't know. That changes. I think it evolves. They put, like, that's a battle. I'm not sure. saying Grant has won it. But he'll be either one or two. That's what I'll say. Anthony Grant will be either one or two. I can't say who's going to be number one. Maybe Ramirez. Well, and it it's maybe two different things. Like if Ramir could be the listed starter, but Anthony Grant could end up with more carries over the season, but Ramir ends up with more snaps and total yard. Like there's just different right. ways that this can be diced up. I don't think they're going to have a guy that's going to get 1,400 carries on the ground or 1,400 yards on the ground. I don't, God, or I that's going to have like 220 carries in the season. I hate I to just, give into that notion. I, it's hard for me until someone completely emerges like that. I know. And then the second thing, Neither Whipple or Frost have really hammered home just giving it to a running back in recent history. Well, is Royce Freeman recent history? No. <laughs> yeah, it was 2000. He's not. He's not really. I mean, and that they, wasn't they really the, the style of teams that Scott Frost has built isn't like the Oregon teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just not. But I just wonder if he had a Schaefer. Here's where I always go back to. If he had Royce Freeman, I think they'd saddle him up. But he's had seven years to go get Royce Freeman. Well, he hasn't had him. But yeah, five years him, right. to go get Royce Freeman. Yeah, he hasn't had him. Right. I, so I don't I mean, know. So it's, it's sort of on there. But if you had Amir Abdullah, wouldn't you saddle him up? If you go to your recruiting guys at on three and I go to my recruiting guys at 24-7 and we run through the list of running backs Nebraska's brought in mm-hmm. and you ask them, does any of these guys look or run or act like Royce Freeman did? Mm-hmm. It's not like they went out and tried to replicate that with what they brought in. <sighs> Not D, not Darren, not uh, Diedrich Mills. 
Mills might be the closest, but he's, I mean, Royce Freeman was a kind of his own unique hybrid, too. Yeah. I mean, he's a he was bigger a guy who had breakaway I, speed. Yeah. yeah. He loves Royce Freeman. I mean, well, <laughs> big Trey, fan. Great running back. Yeah, running for 1,600 I, I, yards. Big fan. Yeah. Nice to have that. Uh, before we get to break, Schaefer, the hour is sponsored by Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2. Have you been there recently? What do you got? Uh, I was there right around um, the end of July. Picked up some more okay. stuff for Slider. To uh, he he went out on a boat a couple weeks ago. Oh, I didn't know how that was going to oh, go boy. for him. So we got him nice and CBD'd up. Uh, I've enjoyed some Trek CBD during my vacation. Uh, yesterday was just a day of playing golf and going to the pool. And I got to say, you know, I'm not big on on uh, using stuff while being out in public. But I, I had a good time with Trek CBD products and. Going to the pool yesterday. It was a nice, mellow, uh, nice, mellow Wednesday evening. Does that cold water have less bite when you? Ooh, that's a good question. CBD? Well, the good sun question. was so hot that it. I mean, you just want it in. You're there. basically you're in there and you're like really comfortable, shoulders down, and then your head is just getting fried. Yeah. So you put your head under. Oh well, yeah. You dunk it under. You, you cool off a little bit. You pop back out. <laughs> just full caveman swimming. <laughs> yeah. Life isn't so Crazy. bad, is it? Uh, Yesterday was a great day. Yeah, good. Glad to hear that, Schaefer. Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2. If you have any questions for Schaefer, please call or text 464-5685. More next on Early Break on the Ticket. <laughs> 